If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Polo to the float out. You already know though. It's Adamville for real. You see your hoe, just take a photo. I'm repping that on photo with a fofo on your bro though. Cause that Jodo thought that he could rob a player for some dodo. Welcome to the Man United Cast, the podcast where we talk about Manchester United, the greatest club in Premier League history, currently number one in the league. <laughs> because <laughs> not, <'cause, laughs> because the season technically hasn't started, so we're all number one. Uh, welcome to episode shit. Oh, you got me. I got 39? you. 39? Wait, hold on. 39. Maybe it's 39. I got it on my phone. Hold on. Shit. We're on the computer. I mean... Very professional. 40. 40. 40. Episode 40. Oh, episode 40. We hit the 40. Oh, yeah. Uh, We did a a high five. Yeah, we did the high five because we're uh, recording together right now. Um, This is going to be the episode where we talk about our season review, our expectations, our favorite players, who we think was the player of the year, things of that sort. Uh, we're going to review United as a whole for the season, and we're also going to talk a little bit about transfers because we do have an official signing that came through the club already. Um, you heard the high five and you heard the voice, but that's Andre. Introduce her, say what's up. Hello, everybody. Introduce what's up yourself. Well, what's up myself? What's up everybody? That's so weird. That's super weird. Um, yeah, so we're here. Let's get to it. Right to it, man. Um, we've been away for a couple weeks, and uh, we were trying to get a guest on the show, which is a, a friend of mine from uh, back when I used to live in New Jersey, who's a United fan, but we couldn't do it because we are trying to figure out how I can record with him not having a computer. And we, I haven't been able to figure that out. I think next time that we do do it, we're going to do it through speakerphone. But anyways. Pick um, up the phone, babe. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get to it, man. So let's talk about our expectations in the beginning of the season. Um, after all the signings were done, you know, our four signings that came in were Bai, Mkhitaryan, Pogba, and Slatan. Um, we will talk about how they did during the season as well as how United did overall. And then, you know, who we think was probably the, the most outstanding player for the season. Um, but I remember when we recorded um, the episode right before the season started, and, and a couple episodes before the season started, we talked about expectations for the club and what they were going to do. Um, and I think, I don't remember Andre's expectations, but I remember my expectations at the time were really high. Um, to the point where I thought that we could possibly 
I think challenging for the league title was a definite expectation. Um, hindsight, I don't think I said anything about the Europa League because I thought that we weren't even going to bother. I was wrong, clearly. And I think a cup run, whether FA Cup or League Cup, was definitely in the picture. Um, but I think the thing that stands out the most out of that was talking about challenging for the league. Now, we didn't really challenge for the league. We finished sixth with a League Cup, Community Shield, and Europa League champions. So, do I believe that we met the expectations? I believe we met club expectations. I don't think we... I met my personal expectations with the, with the team uh, because... I expected a challenge for the Premier League. I think, Andre, you were maybe a little bit more on the safe side. I remember um, back in those days when Nick was on the podcast, I think me and Nick were more about like, yeah, I think we're going to do damage in the league and I think it's going to be us and City because of the players that City brought in and because of the managers, the managers, right? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't us and City, you know? Uh, so your expectations, I remember, I think you said that you were expecting us to do well, but not to expect what I think me and Nick were expecting at the time, because new manager, new players, new style of play. And then you were right. I I think you were spot on with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you guys were talking more of a fan, uh, like you guys were more on a, on a fan based, uh, theory so to speak, or expectation. I was more on a, I don't want to say realistic because it's easy now to say realistic after right. the results are in, yeah, but, exactly. but but I was I more like contemplating, more like analyzing it a little bit more. I think you were more analytical for sure, more realistic because coming into the beginning of the season, um, you were coming in essentially as a new person following the club, right? Yeah. For sure. And... You had your, as, as well as I did, but you had your reservations against Mo, for sure, right? I think yeah, we were... I still do. I, I, think, I think a lot of people still do. I think, I deep down inside, I still do, but in surface area, I'm more accepting of you know him and everything he's been doing, and I think the things that he will accomplish at United. Um, but yeah, I think you were, you were kind of spot on. I, I remember... Um, you kept saying, like, we'll just wait till the season starts, see how they play. Um, and, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say the season has been a failure because I don't think it has been. I, I think we've accomplished some things. I mean, the goal yeah. for sure was Champions League football. Yeah. I think that was priority number one, to be honest with you, with the club. He went the, the hardest route, I yeah. think. Yeah, because um, yeah, going through Europa League was, I don't know, because it seems weird. It seems like the Europa League was too easy, but I know it's not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could have been harder. Right. Than, like, because I've seen in the past the Europa League, there's, like, big teams on there, like yeah. Benfica from Portugal, yeah. and, you know, you have some other, like, big teams on there. And, like, for me, like, I was like, yo, like, this is going to be, like, Hard like Roma from Italy. It's a, it's a longer tournament too than the yeah. than the what you call than the Champions League. Um, it's it, we play more games in the Europa League than yeah. you do in the Champions League. 
you have worse travel because you travel to these like you gotta go to Russia. We went, yeah, we went to Russia. Russia, Russia. Mm-hmm. you know, you have to. So, so while I think that we we look at it as in like we should have definitely we won obviously, but we should have definitely won. I I'm fully understanding of thinking like yeah, but it's not gonna be easy, yeah. and. If you ask me personally, I don't think it was easy. I, I think we we won, and I think that. But it was easier than expected. It was, yeah. I think it was. I think we. I think a lot has to do with luck, and then a lot has to do with the fact that there was a specific time and moment where you just noticed that Mo was like, "No, this is, this is what we're gonna do." Like. I think after like three, four ties in a row in the Premier League, yeah. that's when he goes, "Okay, no, this is not gonna happen." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about the style of football that United played, and I think that's like a two, it's a two, it's a two story scenario, because I believe that the style of football that United played in the beginning of the season was a lot more attractive and more fun, um, compared to the way that United ended the season, which was really like regressive, defensive, Mourinho style football. So, yeah. so in the in the in the beginning towards mid of the mid season, we 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 looked like a team that wanted to score a lot. Man, chances were just not going in. Um, I don't know what you want to attest that to, whether it's luck or skill, because I don't think any of our forwards are unskilled forwards. I mean, we had Slatan for almost the entire season. Um, the likes of Rashford and Martial and Mkhitaryan. So we had, like, good attacking players. But I just never think that those players actually, like... I don't think they actually flowed and connected. And reviewing the season now and thinking about everything, I see one kind of major problem with our attacking players... And it was that, unfortunately, and fortunately at the same time, we were trying to not build, but, yeah, like, organize a team around a player like Slatan, who's an amazing world-class player, mm-hmm. but who's definitely not the type of player that, that, how do I say this, that will give you... That that uh flexibility and diversity that a younger attacking forward will give you. You know what I'm saying? So like you had to specifically play a type of way to play with Slatan essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was just I don't know, man. It was a uh, I can't talk shit about it because he scored like fucking almost thirty goals. And if he wouldn't have gotten injured, he definitely would have been over thirty for the season. Yeah. In all competitions, right? Yeah. But I think. I think for, for um, I don't know, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think was our detriment when it came to like forward play, essentially? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's weird because Slatan, he wasn't like just. There were several times that we saw that he wasn't just like up there in the box just waiting for a pass. Yeah, he also like came back down for and sure. and tried to create something. We saw like a lot of interaction between him and Rashford when they were on the pitch, mm-hmm. um, as well as him and Mkhitaryan. I think the biggest issue is having somebody like Mkhitaryan, having somebody like Slatan, but trying to play defensively. I think that's 
that's more of an issue than Slatan being Slatan. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, he doesn't have the speed that Rashford has. No, no, no. So if we play defensively, and this is judging the last game versus Ajax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we play defensively like that, we can't count on Slatan to make the runs that Rashford did. No. You know? Um, so I think Slatan pushes us or pushes the team to play more offensively for sure and so and i think that goes against with what Mourinho likes which we've seen plenty of times which is parking the bus well here's the thing my my whole my whole theory or the way i saw everything was i think at the beginning of the season all the way clear towards half the season we played very attacking football but goals were just not going in you know what i mean like we that, the Bournemouth game, I think it was, where we fucking had like 20-something shots on target and not a single goal. Like, that's frustrating. So I don't want to... When I say I think Slatan was hindering some of the young players, I don't want to make it seem like it's his fault because he also then again scored most of our goals, right? So it's unfair to say that. But I think that... Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that... I, I don't think that... We had the right, the specific type of players around him mm-hmm. to take full advantage of him, right? Mm-hmm. Because for I think for Slatan, you needed somebody like I don't want to go back to this, right? But you needed somebody like Adi Maria, right? Wow. Because Di Maria with Slatan in PSG, mind you, it's yeah. a different league because it's the French league, so it's not as good, it's not as aggressive as the Premier League, mm-hmm. right? But right. With PSG and and so when Slatan played for PSG, when he had pacey wingers like Di Maria, right, like um, the dude who went to China, the Argentinian guy too, um, La Vesi. La Vesi. Yeah. Right. He had La Vesi and then he had Di Maria. Yeah. So both he, very fast. Both players. very fast wingers. Wingers basically, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then he had Cavani, who's done a who's a striker, a false but nine. but he played. A lot of a lot of the times through the wings, yeah. Also pacey, also mm-hmm. fast, right? Now, people are going to be like, "Yeah, but we have Martial and then we have Rashford." I'm like, "Yeah, but most of the time we weren't playing Martial and Rashford on the wings. We were playing Martial." Like, I think a lot of what you said about Joe um, Jose playing defensively. It's not about him being defensive. It's about him giving attacking players defensive jobs. Right, mm-hmm. so like somebody like Martial, who can play attacking forward, who likes to cut in a lot from the left, but he also has to play back and defend a lot. Mm-hmm. So it hinders him from actually being free and playing forward a lot, because he has that thing in the back of his mind. I think he's like, well, I better not get too forward because then if I lose my my man on a on a on a on a counter attack, and I'm fucked, right? And I thought I think that also comes back to not having a proper left back. You know, we didn't for the majority of the season. We didn't have that issue on the right have, on the right side with Valencia yeah, there. No, always covered. It was it was no problem, and yeah. Valencia worked as not only a right back but also a winger mm-hmm. most of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but not having a left back, it kind of like you said, that it did rely on Martial. Having anybody who played on the cover. left, really. Yeah. Anybody who played on the left. Pogba had to like interfere a lot. A lot, yeah. And so I think that it's funny, right? Because one one 
because Mo is so specific about his style of play that one specific position that while some people might not, I mean, every position on the field is important, right? But we've noticed because of the imbalance left and right, mm-hmm. how important fullbacks are for Mo, mm-hmm. right? And midfielders too, but fullbacks and center, like like you said, Valencia was right back and winger at the same time. Yeah, like because Mkhitaryan, when he played on the right, he always cut in. Mata always cutting in. Mm-hmm. Lingard probably the only one who would could go out, but he would always cut in as well. Right, yeah. so you have these players, the likes of Mkhitaryan, Mata, Lingard, right, who are players who play on the right, but but they play much better through the middle. Yeah. You have Valencia who can cover that, right? Unfortunately, we didn't have that on our left, which I think was an imbalance and a problem, right? Yeah. So I think that affected us. Um, I think it affected Martial a lot for the season. Um, I think it affected most players who played on the left for us. It affected Pogba because, like you said, Pogba had to do a lot of backtracking, a lot of covering. Didn't help the fact that when we played with Fellaini, terrible defender, not a good uh, at the beginning. Uh, we can say something different. We can say at that at the end, well, but we can still s- not enough. I mean, still no. But Fellaini, regardless of the the way he finished the season um, in the midfield, he was he's never been like a defensive midfielder. He's not good for that. Even when we played against um, uh, Ajax, he was essentially like a false nine. He was like a number ten almost. Yeah. The entire time, just launching balls to him over there, right? Not a defender. Who stayed back? Arena and Pogba. Those are the guys who stayed back, right? <clears throat> so I think I think that has to do with it. Um, and then you have the other half of the season, which is the end of the season, where because of injuries, because of, I think, a little bit of lack of confidence, too, we played very defensively. Mm-hmm. And that was... I. That, to me, was like, oh, okay, well... You expect this because it's Mo, right? Um, but you expect it when we're, like, with Mo, I think you expect it, but he still wins. Unfortunately, we weren't winning. We were tying a lot, losing a couple, but mostly tying a lot. So watching that kind of football and still winning is okay because you, you take the kind of negative football, which is called, like, you know, the defensive football, mm-hmm. but you still get the three points. Right, so you're still winning, but watching us play defensively, but not winning, that's when the problems occur. Right, that's when the morale goes down. That's when that kind of shit happens. Um, so I, I, I think, I think um, some places in the in, in 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 the on the field that need to be covered um, didn't help. I think some of the tactical things that Mo did throughout the year didn't help. Um, but I think I think overall, I think the goal was reached, which was you know, Champions League football. We got two trophies, man. Like at the end of the day, like and a shield and a shield. Even when we're shit, we're better than most teams in the in, in England, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna say we were better than Chelsea because Chelsea had a fantastic year, right? But Tottenham finished second, but they didn't win anything. They didn't get shit. They got eliminated out of the FA Cup, eliminated out of the League Cup. Mm-hmm. Right, Arsenal won the FA Cup, so they they had a pretty good year. Um, we, aside from having to play oh, so many games, right? Mo, another thing that I think Mo made a mistake 
And I'm going to talk about some of the things that I think he did right, and I hope you do too, because I know that it's difficult because, you know, you don't like him that much. <laughs> no, but he did some stuff right. Um, but I think his management of players when it comes to, like, giving people rest was off point, off base, especially in the beginning of the season. Like, there yeah. were some of those games, dude, in the Europa League and in the and in the League Cup where he didn't have to play the likes of Pogba and Zlatan. He could have rested them. Like, easy to say now, hindsight, right? Like, dude, maybe if Zlatan would have gotten a couple of those things that we think he needed to rest, he would not get gotten injured, right? Yeah. Maybe if Pogba would have gotten some rest in the beginning of the season, he wouldn't have gotten that injury that kept him away for like two weeks towards the end. So there's a couple things there that kind of where you were just like, really, United as a big club, they also have a very big roster. Now, unfortunately, Mo's been known to just play with a very concise roster, but he can't do that at United. He's, he needs to learn to play with a bigger roster because United because United want to win on multiple fronts. They want to win the Prem. They want to win the FA Cup. They want to win now they win Champions League, Champions League. So we want to be able to be competitive at every type of trophy that we're qualified for. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that with just like rotating 13 players. Yeah, I know. Right? You need a squad of like 22 and use your squad. And I think that was a mistake that he made. I think that he didn't use his squad properly. The likes of Twanzebi, Fosu Mensa, these young players who show a lot of potential could have gotten some league cup games. Like. And I think that also ties into not not uh, deciding on what's your priority like early on. Like him, like let's be honest, he did not know which one he was going to fight for, like what championship he was going to go for. Not until he absolutely saw that Premier League was gone. Uh, not till we were eliminated from, uh, what was it, FA Cup? FA Cup. FA yeah. Cup. It wasn't up till that point that he was like, okay, we're going for the Europa League. Yeah. And, and that and that's when we saw some some players get rested, you yeah. know, not playing Premier League, um, things like that. But he took some time... To figure that out. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. But I see that a lot too from other teams. They like... They go as much as they can Mm -hmm. till they can't no more. Yeah. That's what she said. And like... (laughs) And I get that. But I I think you have to have your priorities like kind of like set when the season starts. Right. You know? Like, Like when this next season starts, I think focus should be Champions League. I don't care about Premier. Really? I don't care about FA I, Cup. I think we'll I get think, to that. I think we're gonna. I think it should be Champions League football. I think it should be. Okay, Champions. so let me ask you a question then, because you bring up an interesting point. Um, do you give Mo a pass then, because it was his first season at the club with the way things ended towards the end? Do you think if you if you were if you were uh, a person on the board, right? Yeah. Um, or if you were like a, a you know, um, let's make pretend it's Boca, right? And let's make pretend that Boca needs to play for all these things, for the league, for a cup, for two cups, three cups, right? And you bring a brand new manager, right? And then you also bring four new players. And you also, we have to think also that this team 
has had two other managers in the last three years. So it's been unstable, right? And your team, United or Boca, ends like this. They end in sixth place in the league, right? Mm-hmm. They have a league cup, which is not impressive, but it's okay. They have a sub-champion, like Euro- European cup, right? And then they have the community shield, which we don't, we shouldn't count, but whatever, we count it. So, do you believe that it is a successful season for him at the end of the day? Well, I mean, we, we you mentioned it um, at the beginning of the pod. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. He did good. Um, anytime you bring in a new manager, regardless if you bring bring in players or not, what's the number one reason you bring a, a manager in? Because the previous one did not succeed. Like like he wasn't successful. Mm -hmm. Did not work out. Regardless of what players he had or and he didn't have. Mm -hmm. Anytime a team brings in a manager is because it just wasn't working. Yeah. It 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 wasn't good. Um the the like the exceptions to that are very minimal. Like a manager getting called up to the national team and taking that. Um, or a manager just be, even though he's successful, he just decides he wants to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but those are like, the, those don't happen too often. The number one reason to bring in a new manager is because the team, the club hasn't done good. Um, so they change the manager before they change players. Mm-hmm. And anytime you bring in a new manager, like I said, you can't expect to win right off the bat. Right. Okay. Whether we like regardless it or not. Regardless of the players that you brought in. Regardless of the players. Right. Regardless. Because it's not like you're bringing in 11 players from, you know, it's not like, okay, it's not like uh, Mourinho went out and he got the 11 starting players from Real Madrid and brought them to United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be an issue because they all know each other. They all know how to play. Sergio Ramos knows how, you know... Ronaldo plays and and Ronaldo knows how uh, whoever you can't, you can't name anybody. I, I, I can't. I don't, Ronaldo. Are you wait, Benzema? Are you, Benzema. Okay. okay yeah. Are you still Benzema, mad about the Bale? <laughs> oh God, I hate them. We'll talk about that towards the end too. I, I hate them so much. It's okay. Keep going. But um, unless you do something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you really can't expect. Regardless, uh, even if you bring the most expensive player like we did, Pogba. Yeah. You can't expect. You know. To win right off the bat, mm-hmm. um, I believe you that ex- want to as a expectations fan, were high, though, right? They can be fairly and, or unfairly, and you know, you know why though? I, I don't think it, it was because oh we brought Slatan, we brought Pogba, of him. we brought Mourinho. No, I don't think it was because why of do that. You think it was? I think it was because the previous champ for the Premier League was Leicester. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that set the expectation. I think that put of, everybody on edge. If Leicester can win, the United league. should win. win exactly. Yeah. And For that's sure. not the case. No. You know, that's not always the case. No, what I Lester get it. did is just something that's probably never going to happen again. One in a million years. Or it's not going to happen in the next or, like 300, 400 years. I don't know how long Lester's been around, but yeah, yeah. one in however well, many years me, Lester's let, around. Let me ask you a question then, because I saw this going around a lot on the different things that I listen to, like podcasts and YouTube shows and Twitter too. They probably um, know more than I do, but... No, I mean, it had nothing to do with that. It's, just, it's, it's based on your opinion. Um... City finished third, yeah. new manager, new players, right? Um, they got eliminated in the so right after the group stages, I think, of the Champions League football. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 
All right. They didn't win any cups. United finished six, only three points away from City. They finished with 78. We finished with 75. We finished six, though. But who do you think had the most successful year? Pepper Mo. 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 Mo, definitely. Because Pep, City was in the champions not because of what Pep did. No, but it was a fucking was, Pochettino did. Exactly. It was from the previous manager. I still can't believe they got rid of Pochettino. Like, like uh, that. It's so, was, so fucked up. I, I think what they did to him was rude as fuck. But anyway, yeah. we don't want to talk about City. But, okay. but it wasn't Pep that got him into champions. Right. It was Pochettino. And Pep wasn't able to, to hold that. Right. Like, he wasn't able to, like... Accomplish what anything. people think he was going to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, granted, Pep has much of a a, a resume as Mo. No, no, no. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt his resume, and I don't want to make this conversation but, into a Pep versus Mo combo. But because here's a here's a good I think question, Mo though. wins regardless. Here's a still. good question: Does does Pep reputation lie on the players and the kind of players that he had at Barcelona? Or is he really an actually a good coach? For me, you're asking me though, right? Like I know you what know you're gonna my say. Answer, right? I know what you're gonna Most say. Most people will say this, right? Most people will say Pep is a great manager. Look what he did at Barca, right? Yeah, but look at the players. But then Barca. I said, but then I say, okay, cool. I get it. Yes, he won a lot, and bro, look what he did at Barca. Yeah. yeah. I don't take anything away from that, right? Yeah. But then I said he went to Bayern, a stacked team already, who had just previously won. Yeah. The manager fucking, retired. Yeah, like man, yeah. they won the Bundesliga, and did they win the fucking Champions League that year too? No, 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 right? Real Madrid, I think. Won. Yeah. Okay. But they went to the finals that year versus yeah. Real Madrid, right? Yeah. So, and then you put Pep in there, doesn't get make it far in the Champions League. The two or three years that he's there, he does win the uh, the 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 um, the Bundesliga. But yeah. that's it. And then, like, the League Cup in the Bundesliga. But that's it. Right? And then, mind you, he goes to City, which is already a pretty good team. He brings in some really good players, like De Bruyne and um, Sané, Jesus. These players are very good. Mm-hmm. And he has a really good, like, first couple of months. And then reality sinks in that the Premier League is no fucking joke. Right? Yeah. He finishes third without a trophy. It's the first time this ever happened to him as a manager. Mm-hmm. If you're going to compare the type of team he had in City to what he had in Barcelona and what he had in, in, Bayern. Uh, in Bayern, come on, man. Not even close. So, when you ask me that question, I throw all that out. And then I look at what Mo has done in the past with teams that haven't been stacked. Right? And I say, no, I think Mo's a better manager, right? But that's a question for another day and another topic. I mean, Pep, Pep has good concepts of football, um, but I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's the Messi factor. That's what it is. Messi's number one in the world yep. because of look who he has around him and look who ha- he has. He's always had around him. That's what makes him the best player in the world. And I think it's the same situation with Pep. I think so, like, too. But people don't want to see it that way, though. No. People want to give him all the accolades, which I think he deserves a lot of the accolades. But I also think that you need to put into perspective all the people that were around him. 
all the yeah. players that he like handled, like he, he, you know he, he I mean? might have like a, a good understanding of like how to how to uh like tactics mm-hmm. like how to like read your opponent and all this and that but can he really like manage a and I'm I don't say it with like disrespect but can he really manage the second tier team yeah. you know compared to what Barcelona well, was because when he had compared it. to what Barcelona was and compared to what Bayern is City is I would say most teams in the Premier League are like below that level yeah. skill wise only skill wise of the player yeah. that they called in that team yeah. um also I, granted like can you like is there a defense a defender better than Buyo which he had no you dude, know what I mean? I, like, dude, I don't, is there a midfielder better than Iniesta or Xavi, which no, he had? No. Uh, you know, there's like, I mean, I'm not gonna mention Piquet because I, I really, I don't like Piquet. No, but Piquet is not. But, but, but he's not. But, like, but like, he's very, he's very good. He's, he's talented. Good. But, but Puyol was. Puyol was on, man. heart and soul of that team. Come on, dude. Like, he was heart and soul of that team. Yeah, no, no. It's it's so, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult to to talk about Pep overall as a manager. Mm-hmm. Because what I do like about him, and I gotta admit, is he has no. He looks sexy, bald. (laughs) I I gotta say that, like, he is he is the sexier of the two. Of Mourinho, yeah, Yeah, of course he wins hands (laughs) down. I'll turn gay for him. Nice. Um, he's rich too. Um, but what I do have to such a slut. (laughs) No, that's what pornist does to you. Gold digger over here. (laughs) Um. I do have to say that he has the attitude to stop somebody like Messi. Like, yeah. he has the character. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if you're number one. Yeah. What, you make how much? I don't care how much yeah. you make. If I need you to, if I need to bench you, I'm going to bench yeah. you. Like, I like that about him. Me too. Well, and Mourinho, Mourinho has the same too. thing. Yeah, also, like, but Mourinho's a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> well, he's way more aggressive. Yeah, that's the problem. Because Pep might say, like, in a nice way, yeah, like, yeah. I need you to sit. Yeah. You know, I need to sit this one out. But Pep, no, I just... I think that's the same quality that we're talking about managers that Zidane has. And Zidane it's the same quality that strange. Fergie had. Fergie was, yeah. dude, he was a king of that shit. Yeah. But if we're talking about managers that are right now coaching, I think Zidane has that quality. And I think that's what has made Zidane in a year and a half almost. Like, I was so afraid for Zidane, to be honest. Dude, I, I think everybody I was, was like, everybody was he's, like he's, he was such a top-class player. And, you know, you put yourself in a certain spot when you become a manager. Like, yeah. Not all ex-players become yeah. great coaches. Very little ex-players become great coaches. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. You know, and so I mean, it's interesting to think about how the season went compared to other clubs in uh, in the in the Premier League. Um, but I think I think overall, I think United had a had a decent year. I think we accomplished the main goal, the hardest way possible, mm-hmm. but the main goal, which was Champions League football. Yeah, right. I think that was. I think I think that was priority number one. I'm even pretty sure that. That was said in the beginning by Mo or by somebody, but who knows? I could be wrong. Don't quote me. It's been like fucking eight months. Um, but I think that, that that goal was reached. No matter how frustrating, how difficult it was to get to that goal, it was definitely reached. Um, and so I think overall, from 1 to 10, what do you give the overall year? Oh, man. Well, 
the team? No, the, or just Mourinho? Our season. Our, our season, season overall. United as a club this season. I'm going to give it the same number they they left in the league. Six, probably. Six? Yeah. Interesting. I was thinking anywhere between like 6.5 and 7. Yeah. So I think I'll go with a 6.5 because I think that... I think, yeah. I mean, the Europa League... Oh, okay. We a have lot to of it is... A lot of it... But a lot I of the points... Of, I'll give it a is, 7. I'm going to go with 7. Yeah, yeah, you could go with seven. I mean, winning the Europa League is a good thing because it's the one cup we, we didn't have. Yes. You know, yes. being this many years... Also the cup that got us into the Champions League, by the way. Yeah. So. And, and granted that we weren't in the Champions League not because of him. For because sure. Because of the previous manager. 100%. So he had to make do with what he had. Fact. And winning the FA Cup, winning the Community Shield, winning anything else other than the Europe League or the Premier League, mm-hmm. wasn't going to get us into champions. Yes. So, but he still set it as a priority, like, to win some other cups, and he got them, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. But a lot of points are taken off because of his bad choices. I yeah. mean, you know, at the beginning, being stubborn, stubborn with Rooney. McTarrion. Um, not Martial. understanding Mkhitaryan's style of play. Martial. Um, I think he made a mistake with Shaw and Martial. I think more Martial than Shaw, um, because apparently, while we we kept thinking that it was Mo, a lot of news has come out that Shaw wasn't in the right state of mind. But I get that because of the injury he just went through. So, yeah. but then again, nobody looks at Mo and thinks, man, he's just a really good like man management type of manager. Like he knows how to manage each player specifically. I don't think he has that quality. No. Um, I think he needs somebody, and I think maybe that's his assistant coach's job, to be able to do that, right? Um, but the players don't... I mean, they can relate to the assistants, but... Yeah, but, but they, want, want, they want the manager. That yeah. relationship with the manager. And it's funny, too, because that kind of relationship that we think somebody like Luke Shaw needs, Mo has it with, like, Rashford and Pogba. And I'll, I'll use Rashford because Rashford is mad young. 19, about yeah. to be 20, I think, right? Rashford is a 19-year-old who Does works it? his ass off. Mo said it. Like, mm-hmm. So you kind of see... It's funny because... I think he has a rojo too. Yeah, some of the mindsets that Mo has that we don't understand, you kind of see it through some of the comments that he makes about specific players. Yeah. So, for example, he said about Rashford, he's like, he's this 19-year-old kid who all he cares about is football. He comes in early and he stays after practice after everybody leaves. He knows that when he wasn't scoring, that it didn't phase him. So like Mo likes this kind of player, like Slatan, like Pogba, who they 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 have this ego, this persona of like I don't give a shit. Nothing's gonna make me, nothing's gonna hurt me. Type of mentality. Mm-hmm. He likes that in players. You can mm-hmm. tell by the players that he surrounds himself with. Unfortunately, the likes of Shaw and Martial, they're like the more sensitive type, right? They need like... Millennials. A, yeah. <laughs> facts. They need like, you know, a hug or arm around the shoulder or like, don't worry, you're going to work through it. Nah, that, that kind of shit. Yeah. Right? And so I think that that's something that he might want to, you know, look into because I think they're both talented and it doesn't look like we're buying a left back anytime soon. So apparently not in any of the transfer rumors. So I... Is he giving Sean another shot? We'll see. Um, 
You give it a six, I give it a seven. We'll meet at six point five for the season. Um, let's talk about players specifically, though. Let's talk about who was your standout defender of the year. Uh, it's gonna sound biased, okay? But judging from okay, judging entire from entire year, entire year, yes, yes. Judge, but not also like, not also from this year, but judging from past year mm -hmm. and from my other point of view yeah, yeah yeah i think rojo okay i get that because okay i'm gonna explain it a please, little bit please do because people rojo be was not a great center back no. he didn't start off as a great center back yeah he's he started off as a man eh, decent left back we were like hey he's, he's okay but decent yeah is, yeah <laughs> and Playing for Argentina, he did not have a good rep either. Like, I, when I saw it, I was like, why do we have Rojo on our team? Like, I questioned him a I lot. I always thought Rojo played for Argentina because he just looked cool because it's his tattoos and stuff. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to so. have that kind of player who just yeah. looks like a badass on your team. But that's Otamendi. Out of our defenders, that's yeah, Otamendi that looks Otamendi. like the he's, coolest. He's, he looks... He looks he looks like a reggaeton player, like a reggaeton artist yeah, yeah. In the, on the pitch. He looks like he could be on stage with like Daddy Yankee. And like he could leave the game and then like go to a concert. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. I'm gonna make you put that song as the song. No, I'm not gonna put that song. No. no. I don't want to do that to our listeners. That's not rude. No. Whatever listeners we had, yeah. we'll lose them all. No, no, we we're good. We're good. I last last show did. Good numbers. About a week ago. About, week a, ago? about like three like weeks three ago. Like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so we're talking about um, Rojo. So Rojo, yeah, to me, like, he came up. Yeah. And that's that's what made him stand out. Granted, we've always said it, Valencia has been a key player. Yes. Valencia has been a stable key player. Yes. Um, But, you know, that's... It's almost given. It's almost like taking him for granted a little well, bit. That, but that's what you're doing, though. I am, but... But it's okay, because I'm going to pick him. <laughs> so you can pick Rojo, and I'm going to pick... Well, here's the thing. I, I like... I love Valencia, and he... I hope he never goes anywhere. No, no, I know. But the he thing just is, like, what I'm... just with it, so it's fine. What I'm... What I'm... Like I said, what I'm judging is, like... Improvement. He came up. Improvement. Yeah. It's like he's been solid, and I, I don't think he'll go anywhere. No, 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 no. Regardless of the new signing that no, we'll no, talk about won't. later, but... But he he's he's done like a lot. I like that. I, I I um I had a so in my in my mind, I had I had three defensive players. Right, it was that's Valencia. Well, all of them. well, I mean, because um, we had no left back, so that's basically no. All but of Jones them. had a really good season before he got injured. He was doing really okay. well, right? Uh, Smalling not so much. Um, but for me, it was it was but Rojo was. Rojo is definitely my honorable mention. Well, I think he has improved a lot under Mo. Um, and I think that's really good for you guys, for the Argentine national team. If we use him in that spot. As a center back? Yeah. Who do you guys have? Him? We, right now, Otamendi. No, we, Otamendi. Our two center backs are Otamendi and um, what's that dude's name? Um, he plays in the Premier yeah, League, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what's his about. name? I know who you're talking about. Funes Mori. Funes Mori. Funes Mori. I think Rojo... Might be better than Funes Mori. The thing is that Funes Mori is a great header. So for corner kicks or yeah. free kicks, he goes up there to header. Even though Otamendi's made more goals headering than... Otamendi had a really bad season his first season at City. And then he, yeah. this last season, it was pretty good. But anyways, um, so I was kind of stuck between 
Bayi and, and, and Valencia. But I, I, I picked Valencia because Bayi got injured and was just consi- inconsistent, and he looked like a little inconsistent, even though I think overall in the next years to come, he will be our best defender. I think he has the most potential to become like a, a world-class defender. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very young, which is great because he's going to grow. And he has the perfect manager to grow him into a top-class defender. Um, but for me, defensive-wise, Valencia has been the guy. Like, yeah. he's been the guy. He, he's been steady. You know, he... I mean, look, man. Valencia is the player who broke his wrist, had surgery, and then played with a cast yeah. when he shouldn't have been playing. The, yeah. That's the guy. Like The difference is that he's not just defensive, he's offensive yeah, as but well. I get that. If we're talking about just defensive, just to cover like you know those last plays, just to be in the box and and back up the hair. Uh-huh. You know. I get it. I get why you would pick Rojo. I would probably go Bayi, but I get it. I mean, Bayi went from good to bad. And then to good again. And, and then, then to, to getting suspended and good. not playing in the final. And he was, no, no. He was kind of good. Because that game where he got well, suspended, okay. he was not yeah, like... He was, he was well, not here's like... The thing. That's why I said he's been inconsistent. I think it was actually a good thing he got. But I think... I think if we're talking about center backs, which I don't want to specifically talk about center backs. We can't really talk about wing backs. Um, uh, because we didn't really have a left back. Um, but if we're talking specifically about center backs, I think... I think Bayero have been the two best, right? Out of them and Jones like, and Smalling and even Blin when he's yeah. played at center back. I think Bayero have been ahead of all five, all the other three by yeah. by miles. To be honest with you, even though when the season started it was uh, Blin and Bayi, and Bayi, yeah, and they and did very well. Together. They did really good. But I think towards the season progressed, I thought that. Um, Rojo became a better center back than Blin. Yeah. But it's different attributes because Rojo is like, he's very aggressive, he's big, he's strong, he's quick, which I was surprised to see how quick he can be. He's not like super fast, but he's quick, you know? Yeah. And Blin is not that strong, he's very slow, but he's very intelligent. So he can guess a pass way better than any of our center backs. I think Blin got affected when, what was it? Uh, I think it was the City match. Where he yeah, lost his marker. Yeah, he had a really he, bad match versus City. And I think that was kind of like... Um, so, so for, but for me, I think Valencia has been our most consistent and most reliable defender. Even though he pushes up a lot, yeah. I still think that as a right back, he's been our best defender. Yeah. Right? Um, so I, I, I would have... i pick him. Okay. Um, and then I, I want to talk real quick about our two goalkeepers because we've had two goalkeepers and yeah. we definitely used excuse me two goalkeepers this season. Yeah. You know, not very common that that happens for teams. Um, but we can definitely compare two goalkeepers within De Gea and, and Romero. Now, for me, while, while I believe De Gea is the better goalkeeper... I think Romero has had a better season than De Gea. Damn. And and I and I, I and I don't say that skillfully. I just overall, I think Romero has had a better season than De Gea. There were a lot of times where De Gea just 
looked uninterested. It's really hard to judge a goalkeeper, right? Because yeah. it's difficult to judge like, well, he definitely should have saved that, right? Or, man, a defender makes a mistake and then you kind of just leave your goalkeeper out there, right? Yeah. Very difficult to judge that. Because you'll judge the defender or the midfield before you judge the goalkeeper. Exactly, for sure. Yeah. But if I want to put everything into perspective, right, because... And and this and this this definitely might be because I I've grown to like Romero so much this season, as a player and overall as a human, <laughs> right? That that I believe that Romero had a better season. I still believe that De Gea is a much better goalkeeper than him. Like, does this winning the Europa League like weigh in? That, that? weighs for me. That oh, definitely man. does. Okay. Now I might have had a different opinion if Mo decided to play. De Gea in the Europa League, and then we won with him as the goalkeeper. But because Romero has been given the chance, and he's taken, and what he's done with that chance, right? I I believe Romero has had a better season. It it was actually weird because, um, when Mo decided to focus on the Europa League and leave the Premier League kind of like by itself, mm-hmm. um. And I think even a couple of games before that decision was made public, mm-hmm. he could have switched it around. Yeah. He could have said, Romero, you play in the Premier League. Yeah. De Gea, I need you to play in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. always put your starters in, in what your priority yeah. is. You put your best player you in put, position. Yeah. yeah. And I think just my, like, if it was me, like, if I was De Gea mm-hmm. and you're Romero, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that the priority is the Europa League and you're playing Romero instead of me, mm-hmm. I would feel a certain kind of way about that. I believe he does, or he did. I, I, like, I, I, would, I would assume that at a given point, in the beginning not so much, because in the beginning we didn't know. We thought that yeah. Mo was just you know, switching yeah. shit up, right? But when it got towards closer to mid and mid after and towards the end yeah. where we kept seeing Romero where we're like, oh no, he's gonna play the head this week because this is an important game. Yeah. And Romero was the one pick and they had not even on the bench a lot of the times. Yeah. It was just like, oh. So yeah, I I, I wonder if anything will come out later on about what happened there. Because it's it's just it's weird. It's too odd. It's, it's like, super weird. It's very weird. You know why it's even weirder? Because in the beginning of the season, we were even saying when he was linked back to Argentina to go play for Boca, mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. And and the mid season, uh, mid season, and yeah. where the coach came out and the news came out and said that if he doesn't get any game time, he probably won't be called yeah. up for the Argentine national team, right? And you were like, dude, maybe he should go, and I'm like, I don't think he's gonna go. Right? We talked about that, and I was like, I don't think he's gonna go. He's anywhere. happy at United. I'm like, I think he's happy, and I think he sees the prospect of the future for this club. And I was like, and I think Mo likes him. Right, yeah. and then all of a sudden he was playing a lot more. Yeah, and like I said, I don't I mean, know. Mo told him that he's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna get." Yeah, you. and I'm I don't. I'm not sure. Time. Maybe Mo felt some kind of responsibility towards him because, and it's funny because Mo didn't bring him in. This was an LVG guy. He yeah. was brought in by LVG, and LVG liked him too. And LVG liked him a lot. Yeah. And LVG brought him in, but he played more the hail than Romero. Oh, for sure. That's, that's Romero didn't play thing. that much with LVG. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Hardly like, at all. LVG liked Romero. Yeah, but didn't play him as much as Mourinho. Who Mourinho like? Based, I don't think Mourinho really knew Romero. I don't think he did either. But he got him his high. Romero got that sauce, bro. Whatever that is, he's got that sauce, man. Everybody loves that dude. 
Yeah, he's cool. He's, I mean, he's a well, really I, humble guy. Like I said, it's I've come because, to like really enjoy him not only as a fucking goalie but as a dude. Yeah. It's weird because he doesn't have the personality that you mentioned. That you know, Slatan, Pogba, yeah, you know those guys that have a better relationship with yeah, Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have that type of doesn't personality. He's more him, like you know, he's low more key, quiet, low yeah, key. Yeah. You know, he gets his he high five rejected. Yeah. He's in, you know, <laughs> he's <laughs> he just stands. There. He's just. Yeah, I want to get a shirt with that made. I do. We should, that, we should definitely do that. I can that do would that. be awesome. Just, yeah. And we gotta go print it out somewhere. Yeah, that'd be. But sick. um, but even so, like even though his his personality, from what we know, I mean, I don't live with the dude. I mean, no, we don't. Kind of wish I did. What he what he puts out, but he what he puts out yeah. is not the type of personality that kind of clicks with Mo. Um, Apparently, but, but he does. He does. Well, he also like. And I think that bit, like you said, I think the decision, uh, his decision to stay at United, even though he wasn't getting playing time, mm-hmm. even though his career with the national team was in jeopardy, yeah, you know, putting all that in effect and him showing love to United, yeah, um, I think that turned it around for me. I think I think so too. I also think that um, I was gonna say I just I don't know, man. Like I said, for me. He just seems like a dude, like a dude's dude, right? Yeah. And he looks so calm all the time. Yeah. He doesn't exude like, you know, he doesn't look like he's disgruntled. He doesn't yeah. look sad. He, and even when he's on the pitch and he's just like waiting for the ball to come to him. Yeah. Stone face. Yeah. Stone face. And, I, and that's refreshing for a defender. I he's think. 100% concentrated in the game. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I, I, I really, this is why I picked him having maybe not a better season than De Gea. I think so. But definitely like a more outstanding, like it stands out more to me. Yeah. Right? It's why I said the last podcast and what I've been saying previously is that if De Gea does leave, which doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore, um, I'm okay with giving Romero a shot to play first team football and see how he does. He he put he put the fans in that situation where, like you said, yeah, you wouldn't miss the hair that much. You'll miss no, him you'll because miss him. he'll he's been a great goalkeeper yeah. and, and I think we're all thankful for him. Yeah, but if he decides to leave on his own, yeah, like it, it's gonna be like eh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too asked about it. To be honest with you, I, I I've said it before. Like I know a lot of people are just like, no, I'm at but the hair. Yes, the hair is probably like the second best cold goalkeeper in the world behind Newer. I think he's amazing. He's young, which is great because he's only going to get better. But I'm second, not, I'd say third. Who do you think is better? Newer, Buffon, and then him. Well, Buffon. Yeah, I don't think of Buffon because he's so old, and then he got like four goals scored on him in the Champions League final. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Stop it. Stop it. Just, no. let's uh let's all right let's keep it there um okay so that's our our defenders let's talk midfield oh god let's talk midfield and how we, much we time have, do you have, we have <laughs> <laughs> well we're at your house so we got plenty of time um we have three specific midfielders to talk about because mo didn't really rotate the midfield that much i kind of did we have Pogba, right? Pogba. Herrera, Fellaini, and who else? Carrick. Ka- oh, Carrick. How could I forget Carrick? It says someone it was like a week ago or two. How about um, a week ago? Week ago, week ago. Um, okay, so let's let's go through it. Uh, I will ask you to go first again. Um, who was your standout midfielder? Oh, damn. 
Ander. Ander. Okay. I really okay. Look, if Mourinho learned anything from I think he did the last it. game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ander has to be what Macherano is to Barcelona. Yes. He's that or last was. or was. Yeah. He's that last midfielder, like right be right before the center backs. Mm-hmm. That's Ander. Yeah. Like that's what we need. Um, that played out beautifully. I like I like him in that position. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think some people would go with Pogba just because of the price value. But no, I also think he and he and was I don't good, and but... I don't want to take merits away from Pogba because it, it like not saying Pogba. I don't want it to feel like, oh, are you one of those that you know he was overpriced and didn't do no, anything? No, no, no. no, no. Um, it wasn't that. That's not the case. I'm not. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Pogba because of that. Yeah, I'm just saying because I don't know. I just Ander had a had a great season all around, and we've said a couple times that Ander should be the captain, like going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't like I don't mean to take anything away. It from doesn't, Pogba. but it doesn't. It does. If you watch football and you know football and you're intelligent to understand football. Yeah. Then I I also pick that's a whole a whole Valencia situation yeah, for me. I also you know? pick I also pick under for me our our outstanding and most our, our best midfielder hands yeah. down has been Herrera. He definitely has been like, to our midfield what Valencia is to our defense. Yeah, Stable. like if you want to separate it and say, okay, best defending midfield and best attacking midfield. No, I mean, because attacking midfield, you had two. You had Fellaini and you had Pogba. I mean, you got to remember, Fellaini kept pushing up, looking for those headers and and stuff like that. And Pogba pushed up to try to, like, create plays and stuff and, like, shoot from outside the box. Um, So those were kind of our our attacking midfielders. And then our defensive midfielders were on or holding yeah. were Ander and yeah. Carrick. But I think I think midfielders overall, because I think Ander there was a lot of times where he did push up. Um, not as much as he maybe could have or should have. Um, because I think Mo entrusted a lot of defensive um, I mean if you have we said it a bunch of times, if you have Fellaini, yeah, you can't do that, yeah. You can't. So so I, I agree too. I, I pick I pick Ander and um it's funny where you when you said that Mo needs to. I think Mo gets it now because in the Europa League final we talked about this where he tells Mkhitaryan to switch with him and to go forward and him cover back. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a decision that he made going against what Mo wanted them to do. And there was an article where Mo is he's going around speaking at like universities and colleges in Europe about like. You know, management and that kind of shit. This is what managers do, I guess. Fergie did a lot of that too. Um, he talks about how this was not the first time, but this was the most visible time where he noticed that Ander is a genius on the pitch, and that he he said he said um, something to the extent of like, if I if he's like if. My, if a player goes against something I tell him to do, but they're right, then I can't judge the player because they're on the pitch. Something to that extent, right? So Mo has noticed it, and I think we'll see a lot of under in the midfield, um, whether defensively or holding or even attacking, depending on who we buy this summer. 
um, because Fabinho is some, somebody that would link to him. He's a really great defensive, defensive midfielder, um, which would be awesome. That means that Fellaini doesn't get to play as much. Um, unless you want to play him up top, then I have no issue with Depending that. Depending how, how Mourinho wants to play, I don't know. Yeah, um, but I agree. I think Ander was definitely our best midfielder overall. If you think about conciseness, about everything to do with midfield. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, don't take anything away from Pogba. Because, man, I think Pogba is going to... I think... Look, man. I, I am of the idea... That while Pogba did grow up in the Premier League, essentially, like like in our in in our youth system in Old Trafford, he didn't play that much in the Prem, and then he went to Italy and he played a lot in Italy. I believe that because he didn't play a lot in the beginning in the Prem where he was very young, he wasn't really used to the Prem. So I I'm not one of those people who think that even because he grew up in the youth academy. Now, when he comes back, when he came back last year, he was going to be ready, set for the Premier League. No, because he's been playing for like three or four years in Italy and that they play so differently. Right. So I thought it was a year of him getting used to playing in the Premier League again. Dude, even with all the bullshit that people have been saying about him, the stats show that he's one of the top midfielders in the league. His his chances created record as a midfielder and as a midfielder, who had a lot of times had to play coming from the back defensively because we played Fellaini a lot, yeah. it's even more impressive, right? It's even more impressive. Like, unfortunately, Mo didn't trust the likes of Schweinsteiger and Schneiderlin, and he sold Schneiderlin. He sold Schweinsteiger. He has his reasons, I'm assuming, right? Um, and so we were stuck with playing Carrick, who I think is immensely talented, but unfortunately, his age is showing, Right. And then we had Fellaini, who, while we like to talk shit about him, his strongest suit is definitely not defensive or holding midfielding. His strongest position is as an attacking midfielder. Because of his height, because of his header ability, because of his ability to chest the ball down and all that bullshit that we always talk about when we talk about Fellaini, right? But then you can't have Pogba doing the same thing. Because then you leave Herrera open by themselves and... On a, on a counterattack, you're going to get overrun. Because while Herrera is very intelligent, very smart, and a very good footballer, he's not the fastest midfielder in the world, right? So he can get overrun, especially if you have, like, three people counterattacking yeah. you in the midfield by yourself. So I agree. I think we, we came to the same decision that Ander is probably our most outstanding or best midfielder for the season. Um and that leaves us with attacking player of the season, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, and I want to say that while we started the episode, me kind of bashing Slatan, not really bashing, but kind of thinking about what if we didn't have Slatan throughout the entire season, um, I think he's been the most outstanding attacking player in our team. He scored the most goals, which is what counts. Yeah. He, he seemed to... He was a leader on the pitch a lot of the times, a leader in the locker room as well, off the pitch. Uh, the young players, he like they just flocked to him. So I, I'm, I'm going to say Slatan was probably our best attacking player um, because of the goals and because of thinking about where we would have been at the end of the season without Slatan is kind of scary sometimes also. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, a lot of those goals that he pulled out out of nowhere were like to, <laughs> save, to save games, dude. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so I'm, I'm going to go with Slotan. I don't know about you. Oh, man. I mean, but that, again, that's like judging based on goals. But you're right. Also, like off the pitch, he was the man, yeah. you know, on the pitch. He's just, he was an all around great guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wanted to give props to Rashford. Well, I Rashford I think Rashford awesome la- last year was probably one of my favorite attacking forwards, like players. This year, I think Rashford is like a close number two to Slotman, yeah. number one. I think it's the whole issue. Like, I I think for every position we have like the two that stood out. Mm-hmm. We have Valencia Rojo, Ander Pogba, um, and I think as far as forwards, it's been Rashford and Slotman. Um, that kind of puts Martial in the... Well, that's what I wanted, I wanted to get to. And we haven't really talked about Mkhitaryan. I wanted to get to that. I think... Um, I don't know if he's midfield or forward. He's like an attacking midfielder, so you can throw him in there too. Um, but I wanted to talk about... Um, while we have picked the players that in each position have been, for us personally, more outstanding, um, one player that I want to give like an honorable mention to who was doubted a lot and even... Even I did it in the beginning of the season was Lingard. I think towards he, the end. Yeah, yeah, I think Lingard has been pivotable. 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 Pivot. Been awesome. He's been great. He's been important for our for our team and for everything that's that we've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people were giving him a lot of shit because they just don't think that he's good enough. But I think that he's good enough to come off the bench. I think that he's good enough to start some games too where necessary. And I think for me, um, I think Lingard has been that guy that just seems to understand exactly what Mo wants. He just like I think I think that's why we while we don't really like Fellaini, I think that's why Mo really likes Fellaini because he knows he knows exactly what Mo wants him to do and he does it. Yeah. Right, and I think Lingard is that kind of player too. I think Lingard knows exactly what Mo wants him to do, and he does it. And I also think that Lingard takes a little bit of freedom to do some of the things that he wants to do, but because it works and because he does it with confidence. And even when it doesn't work, he he backtracks and defends. I think he's been a player that Mo really, really trusts and enjoy. Um, so, so I don't know. I I I wanted to mention him and talk about that too. And then I want. What do you? Who do you? Who, you want to talk about Mkhitaryan and Marshall? I want to know what you think about their season and what's been going on with them today. Well, not today, this season, I guess. Um, and we're forgetting Mata too. But and we are forgetting Mata. But Mata got injured. So let out of our creative players. Creative players we, of the season. That, that yeah, we could talk about so that. So we could, we could put Mkhitaryan, we could Mata, put Mata for sure, and Rooney. Rooney. Does Lingard fall in there? I think Lingard falls in there as a creative, like attacking midfielder type of player for sure. I don't. I wouldn't consider Martial. I consider him more of a Rashford and Slatan forward attacking players. But I think creative attacking midfielding players, yeah. you would say Mkhitaryan, Mata, Rooney, and and Jesse and Lingard for sure. Yeah. Shit, dude. Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan for you? I go with Mkhitaryan. I love Mkhitaryan. I love Mkhitaryan too. That scorpion kick, buddy. Yeah. 
The thing is, here, here's the thing. I want Mkhitaryan okay. is great if you only play offensively. If you only yes. ask him, yo. Yes. Like, all I want you to do is create. Yes. Create and create and create and yes. attack. Yes. If you ask him, okay, Mkhitaryan I need you to create and Europe also defend, yeah. he's kind of lost. Yes. And especially if you ask him to go to the left back. <laughs> I don't know why he did that, but. Uh, we don't understand most sometimes, but it's okay. See, um, I, I want to say vegetarian too, but I'm not going to be asked, and I'm going to say Mata. Only because in the beginning of the season... You really loved Mata to be in. Not only that, but if you remember back to the beginning of the season, I know it's hard to think about all these things, but Mata was really, like, saving Mo's ass in the yeah, beginning of the season. Yeah, he was. He was scoring a couple goals in, in decisive games. So, for me, because he was doing it in the Premier League... Mm-hmm. He was very defending too, and he was decent at defending as well. Much better than McTarrion for sure. I mean, he's uh, much better than Fellaini. Also, um, I want to say Mata um, only because I think the narrative around Mata and Mo coming and all that shit, like we were all like a little skeptical and like mm. waiting for something to just like boom, you know. But, but you just no, it was great. Um, but I, I like those two choices. I, I'm gonna go with Mata for sure. Um, I mean, it's kind of sad. His injury really came at a bad fucking time, man. Yeah. Like, we lost him and, like, while we weren't doing amazing, but we were maintaining, losing Mata hurt, bro. Like, it really hurt. Like, I don't think people understand, like, how much that hurt us, losing him. We lost him for a good couple months. Like, he had surgery and the whole nine. I mean, finishing out six in the premiere kind of, like, shows you how much we hurt. Because yeah. I think it would have been a whole different story. With I think Mata so too. The pitch. I think so too. Um, even though I chose Mkhitaryan, but I still think you know, the best thing we could have had was Mata and Mkhitaryan on the pitch. Yes. I mean, if we were able to have at the beginning of the season Rooney and Mata sometimes on the pitch together, we definitely we definitely could have had Mkhitaryan Mata. Yeah. Which would be a great thing to see in the future because Mata is is a better defender than the Mkhitaryan. Mm-hmm. And between Mata and Mkhitaryan, like, Mata defending, creating something for Mkhitaryan, Mkhitaryan creating something for our forwards, mm-hmm. that would be amazing to Very see. Very sexy. That would be, like, super awesome. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Rooney real quick because... Uh, this, Is he out? I think so. He came out and said that he wants to work hard and show that he can be an asset to the team, but I don't think it's going to happen. So um, he had no intention of leaving. Apparently, but the problem is that who wants to pay his wages? That's the thing. Well, that's the problem that we have. And also a new Champions League. We'll see, man. But what I wanna what I wanna talk about when it comes to Rooney is not really him specifically, but more how Mourinho dealt with him, which I think is one of the best things Mo did this season. Right? You have a player who is definitely gonna end legend status at this club. Mm-hmm. Right? He definitely had issues in the past with the club. He definitely not as good as he was before. On a downhill spiral, apparently. I don't think Mourinho really cared about Rooney's past in United. I, I don't think so either. But as fans, we have oh, to take into consideration yeah. for sure. Right? You have this player who at times a lot of us fans have seen maybe putting himself over the club type of player. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been at United for so long. Um... And the way that Mo dealt with, like, 
kind of phasing him out of first team football. Mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant. I don't I don't know what now this has a lot to do with Rooney being a professional too. So I gotta give him props for that too. Because Mo phased him out of the first team. How he did it, how he spoke to him about it, what he said to him, who knows? I think that injury he had towards the end of the season well, no, played an effect even, like to help. Yeah, but a lot even before the season, like he tried him heavily in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Didn't I mean, work he was out. captain. Yeah. Started off captain. It didn't work out. He ended captain, but Right. But I think that was more symbolic than anything. Yeah. Um, of course. That didn't really work out. And then Mo was like, okay. I'm assuming Mo was like, well, I'm gonna have to do something because this guy's not working. And I thought he handled it perfectly. I thought Rooney reacted to it magnificently, I think his injury also didn't help and also helped at the same time to phase him out of the team. Um, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, a problem is that we can't really get rid of him unless people are willing to pay for his wages. Bro, but, like, to be honest, if we're able to keep Carrick in the team because of the significance he has... And no, but I think Carrick is age, still brings good things to playing on the but pitch. But I think Rooney can bring in, like... Spontaneous, like little bits and pieces yeah. here and there. Like, we got to consider the next season coming forward. It's like we'll have champions, we'll have it's gonna premier, be we'll, let, we'll have what FA, FA, FA Cup, League Cup, uh, League Cup. Um, we'll have like oh. we'll have so many opportunities for Rooney to like play in some of those, yeah. Um, to where we don't put at risk Megatarian or Mata, yeah, which is like first, second, you know, um. I don't know who subs who, but that's basically... They that's, can play together. So yeah, they, they can even play together. So, yeah. um, I don't think Rooney needs to go anywhere. I think he's fine. And I think, like he said himself, I think he can bring some good to the team because of the experience he has. Right. Now, let's not forget, he also has Champions League experience. Right. He knows how to deal with those games. Right. And, you know, look at our forwards. We have, what, Rashford, Lingard, Martial. Martial. All youngsters. And looks like Morata and, will be our next... And signing. if we bring in Morata... All young, too. They're all young. All like, young. how many... Like, yeah. Yeah. So, to have somebody I on the pitch, you know, with the likes of... You know, we'll have Pogba, who has Champions League experience. a very experience. defensive line, too, man. Except for Valencia. Like, yeah. this new guy, Lindelof. He's only 22. Yeah. And Baez in his early 20s. And, yeah. like... Um, Rojo's not that old. He's like in his mid, I think, mid, no, to, no. mid to late 20s. Yeah, he's pretty young. Yeah, so... So, I, I think for the experience, <sighs> for the... the um, Morality. Morality, being able to handle certain high-pressure games. Yeah. Um, not necessarily on the pitch. Not necessarily on the pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think he can while he can still play like he can be like an assistant to the assistant. To the assistant? To the assistant. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like during halftime, you know, when you're back in the locker room, he could like probably go up to Rash and be like, and yo, gonna, you know, we're paying him do like three hundred thousand a week to be like a cheerleader essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. Oh fuck, dude. Um Yeah. So my my whole thing with Rooney is if he's not gonna go right, and if he can't go, then it's fine. I get it. I just don't want him to take the spot of somebody who's definitely better than him. I don't think Mo's gonna make that mistake though, um, because Mo has proven that he's not gonna make that mistake. He tried it in the beginning; it didn't work. I don't think he's gonna try again. For example, in the beginning, like, do we season. know if he's gonna try to bring in somebody else? 
Well, I think spot. I think the replacement was the player who we're not bringing in anymore, who you didn't want to be at the club, which is um, Antoine Griezmann, because he essentially plays that's like a, that's a no, he winger. plays more like a ten though, ten or a wing. Griezmann, yeah, oh yeah, he plays like kind of like that, similar huh. to the way Messi plays too, huh. that style, which is essentially what I think Mo was looking for, Just but shitty. yeah, <laughs> but Griezmann can't come to United because Atletico have a Ban, so they can't really buy any new players, so they're not going to sell him. So he's signing a new contract with him to t- 2022. His buyout clause is going to be insane, and we're not going to pay it. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not going to. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting. Um, wow, we should get to bottom. I think, man, we're not going to get Dybala this year. But if he has a good year at Juventus, and they have a decent, he already year. had a good year. No, no, no. no you got to understand something though. I know you're 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 Dybala pro, and so am I. You know I am. I like what I've seen, right? But you're more pro because he's from Argentina. No, <laughs> no, that's not even right. That's not even right. Right? That's not but even right. Here's here's my thing, Andre. It's it's his third season coming up at Juventus. Yeah. First season was the year before last with Pogba. This last season, good year. Didn't really show up at Champions League final. He didn't show up, dude. Come on. We, I saw the game. He was nervous. He's a that, kid. That, but that's what I'm saying, though. But that's, that's fine. what's going to happen with Martial, Rashford, Lingard. Well, we don't know, exactly though. Exactly like know. that. We don't know. I'm, I'm not going to bet no money because I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> me, too. <laughs> Look. You still owe me a bet, too, by the what? way. You have to put the Liverpool I'm never going to do that. I'll kill myself for that. <laughs> well. What was that for? That was know. for... Um, I didn't do it. Didn't we decide to do something else instead? Yeah, you never did nothing. I never did nothing. Damn, I gotta do something though because I like to keep my promises for bets. Oh, I remember what it was. What it was for? You said that Devis would never go back to Boca. Oh, that's from right. Oh, I said God. he's coming right. back. I got, I got to pay forward with that then. Yeah. Fuck. Which he might come back. From I'm China. dude. He hates China. Yeah. So supposedly. This is why I don't think Rudy's gonna go to China either because he sees that nobody likes being in China. No. China None of those sucks. players who are yeah. like really good like China being in China. Sucks. You're better off going to India or no whatever offense, the Arabia or whatever. Which I think we have none. But we so. have none. Um. So with the Bala thing, while I think he would be amazing to buy now, he'd be cheaper. He's not. That's another thing. He would be so much cheaper. I mean, but he's not, not like he's, going for those 100 million. He's not on the radar. That's the problem, right? The problem How is he is, not on the he's radar? He's not on the radar because I don't think Juve is going to let him go right now for no amount of money. I don't think there's any amount of money that makes Juve sell him right now. I don't think Probably so. Not. I don't think Probably so. Not. I don't think so. You know why? Because if there was, he would be linked to other teams right now. Maybe not us, but definitely like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern. But he's not being linked to anybody. Dybala's not linked to anybody. And that's crazy to me because I think he's mad talented. But mm-hmm. I think everybody knows that Juve's like, no, no, no. No, no. You can't touch him. Not right now. Can't touch his tune. Exactly. Also because they know that in like a year or two, he's going to be worth like 130 mil. They're going to pull the Papa effect. Definitely. 100%. Next year. Now. Because didn't United buy Pogba the year after... Yes. They went to champions. Yes. And well, lost the final as well. Yeah. Okay, so next year we're probably gonna be looking at Dybala. I don't know if United, but we'll probably well, here's be the thing. looking at Dybala. If other people are looking at Dybala, United's definitely gonna be interested. 
Yeah. Because we don't have a player that matches his style of play, which I think is fucking mm-hmm. great, right? And he doesn't really take over anybody's position, if you think about it. Yeah. He doesn't out Martial. He doesn't no. out Rashford. As far as that type of position goes, How there's been rumors of somebody in the Premier League. They haven't said teams. They haven't said what team. For him? No, not for Dybala. For a Boca player. Who? There has been rumors that somebody in the Premier League Team, uh, Premier League, mm-hmm. uh, somebody from a team in the Premier League mm-hmm. has been looking at Pavon from Boca, mm-hmm. who's also a winger. He's like straightforward winger. Like, that's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't do anything else. He's, okay, he's probably, I don't know if he's as fast or faster than Martial. Mm. Um... Has look, had great crosses. Look, man, Mo's re- getting along really well with all these Argentinian players. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't want to say that's United or yeah, anything yeah. like so that. So, there hasn't been a Nobody, news of who's interested. No, they just, just said there somebody... There's, there's There's people from the Premier League that has come out scouting and looked him. at scouting. Okay. And, um, but I don't know. They haven't mentioned who. And being the fact that Griezmann's out of the picture... Nobody's going for Dybala, like you said. No. Um, and we know that Mourinho wanted a winger. I don't know. I'm trying to tie well, here's, the pieces, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's, there's a surprise. Like, there's a specific player, apparently, that Mo wants that people are going to be shocked about. That's what... Papers keep coming out. News keep coming out saying that there's... You know, we're tied to Lindelof. It's not, Iker, it's not Iker Zia's. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so there's this player that people are going to be either surprised or not see coming that Mo really wants. Right? Yeah. Um, apparently, there's like... So, so it's interesting that you say that because I'm all like, well, we've got Lindelof. So Lindelof is a center back from Benfica, I think he came from. He came from the Portuguese league. I'm pretty sure it's Benfica. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good on the ball. He seems to be... Like, I think... You can't really judge based on highlights on YouTube, but you can make anybody look good on YouTube. But I trust Mo's... Uh, when he picks defensive players, I have a tendency to trust him a lot more than when he picks attacking players to buy. So him buying this kid at 22 years old who's already had Champions League football and stuff like that, um, I'm with it. There, apparently, it came out in the news that Mo said that not out, but it's been saying around Old Trafford and Carrington that this is the partnership that's going to be for United for the next five to ten years, which is Bai and this kid um, Lindelof, because Lindelof is twenty two and Bai is like twenty three or twenty four, so they're looking at long term defensive players, um, and then there's. The Morata thing, which you weren't really too excited about. Um, I just... Which I get. Which I get it. I get it. You should want him because he played at Juve. And you apparently have become this huge Juve fan. No, I haven't. From one I, head I just, to another. <laughs> from, from, Champions, from Champions League to Champions League final, <laughs> you were like, I'm so pissed. I was like, I'm like, Andre, but it's not like your, your team lost. And he's like, no. Fuck Real Madrid. I hate them so much. I, so you I, have I, learned how much you hate Real Madrid more than how much you like Juve, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's more of a hatred to, yeah, yeah. for Real Madrid than than how much yeah. you actually like Juve. Actually, the just a quick mention. I'm I'm lo- I'm looking at four four two dot com. So they're, they're linking. Supposedly, they are linking uh, the player that I mentioned, Christian Christian Pavon, mm-hmm. to PSG and Liverpool. Ugh. 
But this was back like with a January move. We're way past January. Yeah. So I don't know if that's still the same, if that's still the same thing or not. Um, and the other Argentine player is uh, the striker Lucas Alario from River. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's being mentioned as uh, with links to in- Inter okay. from Italy and Liverpool. Looks like Liverpool is is. Uh, Looking out. Well, for... Let me let me tell you still something about Liverpool. I mean, I don't, I don't fuck Liverpool. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, like, it, they're looking at these yeah. players, and yeah. they're really players to consider. Granted that you know we talked about. Remember, we talked about Caleri, mm-hmm. and he only played one game in West Ham. But it's yeah. West Ham. It is also West Ham. I don't know. Like, what have United bought Caleri? I haven't seen enough of him, man. He's a striker. You have to tell me more. He's a striker, and he could be... Well, the thing is, we have Rashford, and then if we bring in Morata, well, I think, we have I think once we, if, if we bring in Morata, which it looks like, I was reading through some of the stuff on Bleacher Report, it looks like while Real Madrid are playing really hard ball to sell him because they want to get a good chunk of change, it looks like it's almost a done deal. Yeah. Um, apparently, United and the player have already reached terms. So we're just waiting for Bumaster Real Madrid to be like, all right, fine, we'll you know, give us... Oh, but it's not another De Gea shit that, like... Oh, we forgot to send the fax. No, 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 no. That was us. Plus, by the way. who deals with faxes that nowadays? Was us. That was just a way for us to keep the hair. Don't, don't, don't worry okay. about it. But I mean, but they're not still, gonna, like whoever it was. Like who deals with faxes? The fax. Who the fuck sends faxes anymore? Um, I think Morata will be. I think Morata will be good. I think I like him. He's young. He's fast. He's a he's a Slatan type of player in the sense that he is like a holdup. Number nine, yeah, but he can also be a creative number nine because he's young. Okay, right. Um, I I want to semi quote Rashford because they asked him about it and he's Rashford said, "We want to bring the best players in the world to United. I'm not afraid of competition." Essentially, is what he said. Coffee. Yeah, and I mean it's good. I fucking love that because I think again all this stuff that. Mo likes and that some of the players have been saying, I understand why he likes them now. Because mm-hmm. while Rashford seems like a really young, fun, easygoing type of player, some of the things that he says, like that, for example, like we want to bring the best and I'm not afraid of competition. It's just like, well, he believes in his skill for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I think Mo fucking loves. I mean, also having Slotin in front of you. Yeah. Like that's it. Essentially, he's That's, like, I, how am I going to be afraid of any want. number nine right now? I had to play I, behind Slotan. Come on, like, yeah, I played really? with him on the pitch. Like, I'm come on, please. Um, like, can you name a better number nine right now? A better number nine, Obama Yang from Borussia Dortmund. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Obama. Obama. No, 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 no. I was like, wait a minute, not he's president, not, not Obama, not striker, Obama Yang. Um. The dude from what you call it from Bayern, um, Robin? No, no Robin's no, 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 a no, striker. Striker. Oh, striker. Uh, what's his name? He played for Dortmund and Lewandowski. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Um, Luis Suarez. Oh God! Come on, man. We I hate him, but he's better than any of the guys I just mentioned. I think. Is he better than Slatan? Different player. But it's also Slatan's like 39. Not, not really different. 35. He's 36. playing differently now in Barcelona, yeah. but he's not really not very, that not different. different. I don't think he's better than Slatan. 
I don't think so either. But I not mean, even at his I, age I right think now. He's really fucking good though. He's great, but yeah. I, not even. Not he's even more, that, he's not more, even with the I age difference. I think he's more versatile though because he can play on the wing. He's come out on the wing on Barcelona and stuff. He keeps. So can Slatan look at but where that's he's true, scored. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah, I think those those are like world class. I mean, like I'm trying to think like Benzema, but I don't think Benzema is no. better than any of those guys. Like I'm trying to think like, is there somebody? That United could bring that Rashford would be like, oh shit. Like, he would like, seriously crap himself. I, think, no, I don't think Rashford would crap himself about anybody, though. No. You play with Slatan, you don't need to crap That's what I'm saying. Like, is there I think there's equal players that are better than Rashford right now that are like. Maybe somebody from the MLS? <laughs> <laughs> somebody from. Just kidding. From fucking the. China League? China League? No. Like Devis. Shut up. You <laughs> wish you had those back. Shut no, up. No more. I don't want him that anymore. Stop it. Stop it. I would have wanted him the way he was playing when he played for Juve. I don't know how he's playing now. <laughs> Stop it. Him and Papa would tear the Premier League up. <sighs> Both with past Premier Can League experience. Still? Him and Papa? Hell yeah. Now? Yeah, hell yeah. How old is Devis now? 30-something? 30-something. Dude, he's got he's it. He's little dude. He has a lot of like... He's, power. So. He's 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 better than Rooney, right now. I would I can name you a thousand. Players no, but I'm saying like if you would have like yeah, somebody yeah, 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 yeah. like no, in it. their thirties, yeah, yeah. in your team, I think you have to pick between Rooney. Than Rooney by the way. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let me not just with his gloves. Yeah, with his gloves <laughs> for sure. Um, Carrick is better than Rooney, man, and he, and he's. Oh, we're talking about like creative, like oh, attacking, okay. attacking midfielder. The Devis, I think, is probably better than Rooney yeah. right now for sure. Uh, him and Pogba would click like immediately. Like they, they didn't play together. That's what I'm saying. Like, but never his city pass is not city. gonna. It's never gonna. And that's all on Fergie. That's definitely all on Fergie. That's all on Fergie. And that is, and Fergie. But anyways, um, so we have, man. I'm really interested to find out who's this like surprise signing that we're gonna have. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Reincarnated. He plays every position. He plays every position. This goalkeeper, left back, right. No, back. I can't play a goalkeeper. Why? Because his hands are sensitive. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I have to edit this. No, you're not gonna edit that part out. Oh, that joke was fantastic. Um, ball's gonna go right through. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. But his um, hands being sensitive. sensitive. Or... Um, man, would it be crazy to think that? While we're talking all this shit about how Dybala will probably not come, not be in the radar for people till next year, if we somehow, I would lose my. I already told you. Just throw I Juve will grab myself and have Bonner at the same time. We'll be like Juve. Here's take. A, we know he's gonna be worth this much next mil. year. No, we're gonna have to offer way more than that. So Pablo costs eighty nine mil. Would you think they're gonna give Dybala to us for seventy five mil? Morata's costing us seventy five mil. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't buy more than 75. Pickford, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. He just went to Everton for 30 mil. Yo, if Pickford costs 30 mil, De Gea costs like 200 mil. De Gea, okay, if Pickford no, costs... No, you gotta be honest. De Gea if, does not cost 200 mil. I, he doesn't, but if you're paying... 85. If you're paying 30 mil for Pickford, who doesn't even start for fucking England, yeah. then... Let's not talk about that. Let's say Romero is going to cost you like 65 mil. Then. He should. The, yeah. pr- the, the, the price in the market is so inflated now that by the end of the season, Pogba is going to seem cheap. 
The 89 mil that we paid for Pogba... Is Pogba raised the bar for every single player, regardless of it, how good they it are or not. inflated the market yeah. so bad. Yeah. How much money is being thrown around in the Premier League right now is insane. It's crazy because somebody like Pogba could have cost, in the past, could have cost, what, like 300 I was going to say 300,000, something like that. But I'm no, talking no, like no. pass pass. Oh, you're talking about like, like early 90s. You're talking maybe? about like when like Maradona were playing. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about Pele. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, like big well, time soccer players. Look at how like, the, the, how the, players, but, yeah, the market is just super inflated with money now. Um, but I know you would lose your shit if we got the wallet. I'm not going to lie. I would probably lose my shit too. I'd be like. I don't know if I would still be a Boca fan. And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like no, I would. Yeah, I would. Of course you would. You would. You would have to I'm though. Kidding. But you'd be like, well, man, Dybala is playing at United, so and I do a podcast about them, and I got to talk about them every week. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'd have a boner every week we yeah, talk about dude, it, dude. I but I think I think he will leave Juve next year, which makes me sad because it's going to be worth so much more money, and I think I think next year is going to be the year where he's just like. The I think the problem, like being. Being real, we'll I, don't, what happens I don't know this year with the World Cup, dude. I think the whole Slatan injury affected us getting a winger. Affected us getting a winger. Yeah, because now we have to focus on getting a get striker. Yeah, an experienced striker. Yeah. Now we need somebody that somebody who's going to give us thirty goals a season, 35, 40 Somebody goals. that's going to help us like further along the Champions League. I think that's the highest priority for this coming if season. You, if, you look at, if you look at our team right now, right, and if you say, okay, we added Lindelof, we're probably going to get rid of Smalling, most likely. Um, well, we've been going over an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, we got end soon. But just real quick, before we do end, um, if, if you're, you said, we'll, we'll get to this, what do you prioritize this coming season? For United, what do you think they should prioritize? Oh, like tournaments, mm-hmm. champions. You think Champions League is should be the priority yes. ahead of Premier League, right? Ahead of Premier League. Okay. Like I put everything on on hold for Champions. Okay, so if you put everything on Champions League, then you you obviously need to see that we need to buy a couple more players because oh, yeah. we're not Champions League ready by no. far. No. Right, Lindelof especially offensively. Lindelof is definitely not the, the answer to our problems. He's no. a great addition to the team. Right, we need another midfielder for sure. Mm. Do we? Well, because understand if we want to go deep into the Champions League, we need a deep bench too. So we need another midfielder. Maybe not a midfielder that's going to challenge Pogba and Herrera for the starting two positions, but somebody who's right on the cusp. We need somebody who's right on the cusp. Right? Oh yeah, I mean having Carrick is not a like good exactly. guarantee. I mean right. and then not taking away anything from him. No. Right. He's a great midfielder. He's just like I d I don't know if he's like and right then there. Offensively, we need a striker striker, right? So besides Morata, we're gonna need somebody else. Not another striker, but definitely like another winger. Because our right wing is not really covered, man. Because first, we don't, first we, of we all, don't want to see Mkhitaryan play other. First of all, you're, you're covering all the wrong spots. Because we have no left back. Well, that's a problem. We have absolutely no left back. And yeah, until we have left back, back, we won't have a winger. Let's yeah, just be real. Martial will not be what he can be till we cover a left cover back. A left back position. Um, so, I, 
Like, I would focus first getting a left back. Okay. Getting one midfielder. Okay. And and two, getting a getting a striker players. or yeah, striker. I would, I would say we need a left back, a midfielder, and two offensive players. A striker for sure. A starting striker. Yeah. And then a right winger. Because I don't want to see Mkhitaryan on the right. I want to see him through. I would right. say a, a, somebody that can switch back and forth. So like somebody, somebody like that a, Martial can't. Like do. a Dybala or a Griezmann. Yeah. Fuck, dude! Come on, it's difficult now. Or a Pavon. Well, I don't. I, like I said, I don't know I who's looking at I, him. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, look him up. I don't, I don't know, know who's looking at him, but okay. somebody in the Premier League. So somebody like somebody. Somebody likes somebody him looks. because he's versatile. He switches from right to left depending on. The opponent and how they're defending. Okay. And he'll switch up the sides. He has a bit of a defect. Which is what? Which is sometimes, well, they say it in Spanish. He, he runs like he has a bucket over his head to where he just runs and runs and runs yeah, and runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't like feel out the play, like. Okay. But he just. Needs, but he's young. He though. needs. He's young. He's well, mad young, why. and he just needs the proper guidance. Yeah. I'm not too happy with our manager, mm-hmm. so maybe I can put it on that and mm-hmm. not the player because he started out really great. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know, but that could some that could be some a solution to like not having. You know, somebody on the right and having to depend on Valencia to push up so many times just to get a cross in from that side. Mm-hmm. You know, having somebody like that that can like swap right and left, right and left. And even what he does is he'll, he'll take off running on either side. Mm-hmm. And if if there's a lot of pressure being put on that side, what he'll do is he'll, he'll cut in. Mm-hmm. So he'll cut towards the middle mm-hmm. and look for a free spot to like try to like... To run through. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and he doesn't run all the way in the box with the ball. He'll mm-hmm. try to like hit how's it from his, outside uh, the box. How's his crossing and stuff? His crossing is pretty good. He started out pretty good. Not so Decently good now. good. now it's kind of like... Is it like, an overall Boca thing or a him? It's just the overall Boca. Like, I don't know. It's been weird. It's been a weird season for you guys? Yeah. Another good striker, which I don't want you guys to buy. I don't want nobody to buy... But uh, our striker Benedetto, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he came from. He's Argentine, but he came from Mexico. Okay. Um, and he was being looked at by I think um, Sevilla. Mm, Okay. Um, he's the leading goal striker in Argentina. Twenty, twenty-five, twenty-six goals I think so far. Um, he's a striker, striker like pure number nine. Pure number nine. But he, he kind of does kind of a little bit what Slatan does, which is like pull back, back a little bit, draw back, yeah. and like try to create something for himself or whatever. Okay. Um, great eye for goal. Um, he makes what they call like fancy goals. Fancy goals. Like his goals are not like, oh, he pulled that out of his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like really. Skillful. Yeah, skillful. Interesting. Um, but I don't want nobody to buy him. <laughs> I love United, but no. <laughs> but no. What is the comment to take Pablo and Benedetto? Oh, God. I would. <laughs> okay, I'd be a United fan only. Like, you took everything by your You buy Pablo and Benedetto and Dybala. You're fucked. <laughs> oh, God. No. Well, if you get Pablo, I wouldn't really get Dybala. Okay. Yeah, Um. so I, th- I think United are looking at like four to five, five signings. To, 
if 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 what I think Mo will definitely focus more on the Prem this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want us to focus on the Premier League, but I also, like you said, want us to focus on Champions League. So it's a little difficult. And in order to do that, I think we need to buy like another four to five players. Mm-hmm. I think we need to bring in like four or five good players. Like real quick before we end, if we look at what Madrid had coming off the bench, not only what they had on the pitch, also looking at what Juve had on the bench. Not only just what was on the pitch. If you want to, like, actually progress in Champions League football, you not only need to have a really strong 11, but you need to have a solid bench. And in order for us to do that, we need to buy some players for sure. It's going to be an interesting summer. The, what's funny is the, season, the, the transfer window doesn't really open until July. But you can do some deals now, which United already did with Lindelof. He was officially presented to the club yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting, man. We will definitely be covering the transfer window now that we're in our preseason mode. The podcast is also in preseason mode. Um, yeah. We'll probably put out an episode every couple of weeks. We tell know. more about transfer rumors. Yeah, and we're definitely going to talk more about transfer rumors. There's specific players. We'll, we'll do more research on yeah. players, talk about them. Um, but, you know, to end the, the episode, I think, I think why I was really excited about this season that just passed, giving Mo a year and giving him an entire new preseason to, to figure out what he wants to do. Yeah, I'm excited for next year, right? Um, I think what you said at the beginning, where he needs to know exactly what he wa- what he wants to challenge for, like he needs to have his priorities. He can't make it seem like he's kind it's of last minute, last yeah. minute decision of what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and I think now that he reaches goal, which was Champions League football, I think he'll he'll for sure have his priority set. You're going Champions League. I think he's going to prioritize the Premier League. I think he will. I think Chelsea winning the league this year bothers him. While he doesn't say it, I think he wants to prove Chelsea wrong. That he can also win the league again. Not with them, obviously. Um, But I would not be mad if we don't finish in... As a like a league contender, whether one or two, and then do win the Champions League football. Champions League. That would be insanely amazing. I cry for mm. sure. I'd cry, guaranteed, guaranteed tears, <laughs> guaranteed tears of joy. But uh, thank you guys for listening to us this entire season. Actually, yeah, uh, it's been a great. It's been a great first good, podcast. It's been a really good first season for our podcast. Uh, we grew from like twenty five to thirty listeners to. Close to 100. Damn, so we did better in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we did. Um, we uh, we definitely want to grow more. We want you guys to be more interactive. Um, you guys are not really interactive, which makes me a little sad, but yeah. it's okay. Um, maybe they don't have Twitter. Maybe maybe we maybe we uh, we attract an older audience because we're both older and shit. And older people don't use Twitter. <laughs> I am not old. Shut up. Whatever, you're older than me. You're the age of like, Jesus Christ. No. Oh, you're 34. 34. And you're older than Jesus. Get wrecked. Um, 
But yeah, we want to thank you guys for, made any for, miracles, yeah. for being <laughs> for uh, for for staying with us and riding with us, even when we're being uh, we've been inconsistent. Um, we're gonna try to do a lot more cooler things this next season. Um, I'm gonna try to work with Andre to put up a website for the podcast for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to be more active on the Twitter account because I'm active on my personal Twitter account, but not so much on the club's Twitter account. The club's the uh, the pod's Twitter account. Um, but we want to thank you guys, and we want to we we if you guys have any suggestions, anything that you guys want us to talk about, please send us a tweet either at our personal Twitters or at our at the podcast Twitter. Um, the podcast Twitter is at Man United Cast M A N U T D Cast. Andre's Twitter is asanti82. Mine's is Leo EPD. Um, you can send us an email at manunitedcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook page, which is kind of dead, which is, that's all my fault. So I take full responsibility for that. Tis, tis. Tis, tis, tis. Facebook.com forward slash manunitedcast, M-A-N-U-T-D-Cast. And uh, this is a good season for the club, good season for us. We're excited for what's to come with United. We're excited for what's to come with the podcast. And thank you guys for joining us on episode four. Look at that. Episode 40 was our last season episode, technically. Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for joining. Alaga Allah. Alaga Allah. I've been Leo. He's been Andre. We're out. Peace. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I was like, I can't say later. So if you don't say peace. All right. Later. Bye. That's with or without you. The hell with what your mouth say. Show me what that mouth do. Um, are ready? Are you gonna, are no, you gonna, we don't. Yeah. I gotta do the uh, official rub. The rub the hand. It's not the pod. It's it's you not, don't rub the hand. It's, it's not the real pod. It's not the real hand. Ready? All right. Welcome to the Man United Cast, the podcast where we talk about... Am I going to give you a pause for like a couple of weeks of this? Okay, well, I'm giving you the pause now, and then I'm redoing the intro. I gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the Man United Cast, the podcast where we Again, talk about... Again, no pause. You no, just went I'm... anyways. Look, you, what are we going to do? We're going to... Let's wait five seconds. Count in your head. Five seconds right now. Usually I don't do this. Dumb it down, go stupid. Since 17, been counting M's. My bank accounts on goofy. They said Cosby gave them roofies. Now who know what the truth is? Chicago full of shooters. My garage is full of hoopers. Got that southern draw and all that. My pre rolls look like ball bags. The side got something to say, and all y'all niggas can't get y'all ball bags.